Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am super excited, y'all. This is the last Monday in the 2018 year. Um, this has been a, a year. Like, it has definitely been a year for Jessica Janae as a person, as a teacher, as a woman, as a sister, as a um, daughter, Um it has been a year, and I am super excited um, to be here in this moment and just share with y'all today on today's episode the things that 2018 has taught me and what I feel like this year has been for me and what 2019 is going to bring. So let's get into today's episode. Y'all know, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time. I am Jessica Janae, your host. I am a teacher by day, a student by the afternoon, and sometimes during the day, and I am a podcast host, and also I have my own blog, um, and in 2019, I'm going to be an author. Like, this is, that's me. So, I always start off the episode with something that I learned throughout the week, and today's lesson is not my typical lesson but it's something that I learned um on Christmas Eve about my grandfather that I've been dying to share with people like bragging rights okay so every Christmas Eve my family gets together on my mom's side we get together and we Christmas carol we my cousins from New York come down my aunts and uncles come down from New York and we go down to the country in Hemingway South Carolina to my great aunt's house and we sing Christmas carols. Um, we shoot fireworks. My uncle, he fries fish. He cooks on the grill. And it's just a tradition that we've been uh, having since I was a child. And I'm super excited that we still have it. You know, it's sad that as you get older, some of the older ones pass away and they're no longer there. Like my grandparents and some of my aunts and uncles and older cousins. But God is still faithful um, that my family still carries out this tradition. And um, side note, on Christmas Day, we have a tradition as well on my dad's side. We get together with my um, my Nana's sister, which is my dad's mother. Um, we get with her family, my Nana's sister, so my aunt, my great aunt's family. We have Christmas dinner. We laugh. Um, we joke around. We fellowship. And then after we eat, my dad, um, he takes us to go visit some of the people that helped raise him. One of those people are is my great aunt, and he gives out money to the people that helped, who played a part in him, you know, in his upbringing. Because of the simple fact that my grandmother was a young mother when she had him, a young single mother. So he always gives back to the people that poured into him, and I think that's really big you know I don't agree with all of what my father does but that's one thing that has that and him teaching me tithing has always you know stood out uh to me and so I'm really appreciative that he has taught me those things and so I look forward to the day when I'm able to give out money to not even it's not just you know sounding materialistic but 
pour back into the people that had a hand in my upbringing. And so today's lesson is um, something that I learned on Christmas Eve. My Uncle Jimmy, who I love, he was in the Vietnam War. He's one of the coolest people that I know. He has two of the coolest tattoos that I've ever seen in my life. Um, he's a pastor now, and he was saying his prayer. And in, during his prayer, it turned into like a history lesson. And he talks about when he was um, growing up, he would walk from my aunt's house, my great aunt's house, who we were at for Christmas Carol, and he would walk from her house to um, the corner store that was up the street and how some white men tried to run him over. And um, those white guys, they were the sons of some Ku Klux Klan members. And y'all, my grandfather went to these Ku Klux Klan members house and basically asked like what's up like why your son's trying to run my son over and i i haven't got all the details about that moment but i can't wait to sit down with my uncle and get all the details but the fact that my grandfather risked his life went to the kkk house and was like look yo like why are you trying to run over my son I already know, I already knew my grandfather was a G. Like, I love my grandfather. He's one of my heroes. He was the largest black farmer in his community and in his um, county, okay? The largest black farmer. Um, and he was an entrepreneur. He owned his own barbershop. Like, I, my grandfather has always been a G to me, but to hear that story really just sent my admiration for my grandfather to another level so that's what i learned that my grandfather i already knew my grandfather was a g god bless his soul but i really found out that he was a g so i was really excited about learning that um and you know this christmas break has been spent with my family on saturday i went to uh north carolina to see my aunt who was also my godmother She's my mom's sister, and she has Alzheimer's. And so it was very hard to see her like that because she's lost so much weight. She doesn't really talk anymore. But what made me happy was that when it, we turned on that music, honey, um, she just got to moving and tapping her head, nodding her head and tapping her feet and snapping, trying to snap her fingers. And that just really brought so much joy. You know, my aunt, um, and I'm not going to get emotional, but that was my best friend. I've always been like the black sheep of my family, I felt like, growing up. Because I was just different. And, you know, my parents didn't really understand me. My brother didn't understand me. But my auntie, she gave me my love for writing because we used to write letters. Back in the day, I didn't have cell phones, so I couldn't text my aunt whenever something was wrong with me. But she was my journal. She was my outlet. And so my love for writing and my love for helping people and listening to people and just pouring into people definitely comes from my Aunt May. So I owe her all of that. Um, let me pause right here because my computer is about to die. So let's take a quick break and I'll be right back. Okay, y'all, I'm back. I don't know why my computer won't let me be great, but yeah. Um, so like I was saying, my Aunt May is definitely, she was my first best friend. And I will always, always um, just really owe her a lot. Like that's, she's my best friend. So um, it's hard seeing her go through this you know struggle with this ugly disease but god is still good and um yeah i'm gonna start talking about it because it gets me emotional and then i saw 
my family, after we left my main uncle David in Fayetteville, North Carolina, we rode up to Raleigh. Um, and two of my cousins are home from their military duty. So we had a fantastic time. Fantastic time. Just fellowship. I love my dad's side of the family. Like, I love my mom's side of the family, but my dad's side of the family, like, we just, those my people. Um, and somebody, I was posting, like, little clips of it on Instagram and Snapchat. And somebody was like, oh, you lit. And I wanted to respond and say, no, I'm not lit. Like, that's just me. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, when people see me having fun, fun, they think that I'm just being, like, I'm being lit. But the truth is, like, that's me all the time. I just don't show that side of me. So, I enjoy family. I've been enjoying family. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of this last week of vacation that I'm on. Um, because work comes back next Monday. So, um, yeah, let's go back over 2018. I'm just, I'm just in awe and I am truly humble at what 2018 has taught me, what 2018 has taken away from me. Um, this podcast, let me, y'all... This podcast was on my on last year's vision board for 2018, and I can mark it off. Not to say that I'm finished with it, because I have so much more that I want to do with this podcast, through this podcast. But to say that it went from being on a vision board to now I'm sitting here recording the 20th episode, like, that is bananas to me, like, because I try so hard to, like, say why it wouldn't work. You know, I share with y'all multiple times that I was trying to find people to be on the, the show with me. I didn't feel like I could do this show by myself. And that's why it took, you know, so long for me to even put it out because I was trying so hard to get a co-host. And God was like, Jess, you can do this by yourself. Like, yes, you can have, you know, guests or whatever, but I didn't call you to share this platform with anybody. And so I'm just so grateful that, let me share this with you. Only nine, This is the 20th episode that you're listening to, but 19 episodes and 5,333 downloads. Only 19 episodes and 5,333 uh, episodes downloaded. Like, that means so much to me, and that is nobody but God. And to everybody that listens to me, there are so... There are new listeners coming on, but there are these, there's these three group of, I won't say these three, but there's like four or five women that listen to every episode. They are always DMing me on Instagram and y'all know who y'all are. Um, they're either texting me, but I just want to thank y'all so much for trusting me, trusting my voice and just rocking with me like. This is, oh my goodness, only 19 episodes and 5,333 downloads. Like, I just started this at the beginning of August, and I'm just so grateful, and I'm just so grateful. You know, I'm, I'm by far, I'm far away from perfect. God knows I'm far away from perfect. Like, whew, Jesus, I'm far from perfect. But he still thinks enough of me to use me. Um, and that just makes me think about Mary. 
you know, a lot of times when it's Christmas time, we hear about the birth of Jesus. And I'm so grateful that Jesus was born. But can we just stop and take a minute to reflect on Mary? Like, she was a young girl who didn't come from the right family or the right side of the tracks. And she didn't dot every I. She didn't cross every T. But God found favor with her. And she birthed it. She gave birth to something that would save all of us. And so I'm just like, I can relate to Mary because I'm not perfect. I'm still trying to figure this whole life thing out. I don't do all that I'm supposed to do. I'm not all what I should be. But God still finds some type of purpose in me. He still uses me to speak to other women who are on the same journey with me and whose journeys even look totally different than mine but y'all rock with me because I'm transparent and as long as I live and as long as God instructs me to I'm gonna continue to be transparent with y'all because it's too it's too many hurt people out here it's too many people trying to figure it out for anybody with a platform like this to try to act like they got it all together so I thank you all from the bottom of my heart and I pray that 2019 is a good year for you all and that um, everybody connected to this podcast is just blessed in a different way, on a different level, that your territories are increased, that you are loosed from certain bondages that hold you back, and that you walk into all that God has for you and that you are you become the woman that God created you to be. So I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. Um, so, yeah, let me stop because I'm... I'm getting emotional but um 2018 has been a year of growth for me it's been a year of character building and the word that god gave me for my year of 2018 is trajectory now i'm still trying to figure out why that word is my word um so y'all be praying with me and for me i don't understand if you can understand and break that down for me send me a dm or email or something But I'm still trying to figure out, like, what does trajectory mean as far as my 2018? Because every time I hear that word, something in my spirit leaps. Like, I get excited. So, I truly believe that 2018 was the year where I planted seeds. In 2019, I'm going to see those seeds harvest. Um, And so, I'm super excited for 2019. Um, But 2018 was a year that my character grew, that I grew up. Oh, child, I grew up, okay? I still have some growing to do, but I am not the same Jessica that I was in 2017 or even at the beginning of 2018. So, um, I'm super excited about that. Um, 2018 was the year that I saw things from a different perspective. And, um, yeah, so, I'm going to share with you today some of the top things that I learned in 2018 are some of the things I should say that 2018 taught me. I'm going to go through this list really fast because I know um, you got a lot of things to get done today. You got to clean that house, get those uh, collard greens and black eyed peas cooked. So, yeah, I'm going to go through this list really fast. The first thing I learned in 2018 is that I am a whole different vibe. I'm a totally different vibe that can't be felt anywhere else. 
And earlier this week, I was really like reflecting on how years ago, and not even years ago, but months ago, and last year, when I would meet a guy, I would try so hard to like sell myself and try to, and not only to guys, but friendships, I would try to sell myself and try to make people see why they should not, I don't want to say buy me, but why they should be connected to me. And this year, I learned that I am a totally different vibe that cannot be felt anywhere else, whether that's in a relationship, like boyfriend, girlfriend, or a friendship, or on my job, or anything else. I'm a totally different vibe, and I say that in the most humble way possible, that I am a different vibe that you will never feel anywhere else. And it's not because of who I am, but it's because of whose I am and how God has created me to be authentically me, like... You either rock with me or you don't rock with me. You either vibe with me or you don't vibe with me. And I'm a vibe that's not supposed to be felt by everybody. By everybody. And that's okay. I'm not going to always be everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay. But I learned this year that I am a totally different vibe. And so the way, because I know that I'm a totally different vibe, it shifted how I see myself. It shifted how I allow people to treat me and handle me. You understand what I'm saying? So that was a number one lesson that I learned this year. And it has really changed my outlook on life and how I interact with people and how I allow people to uh, rock with me. Like, I'm a different vibe. I am a different vibe that you won't ever feel anywhere else. And every woman that is listening to me, when you are a child of God and when you walk in that truth, you will be, you are a vibe that can be, oh Jesus, that can't be felt anywhere else so that's number one number two everyone will not support you this year when i released this podcast i promise you there were people who i thought would support me who would be reposting my stuff that would be shouting me out who did not but would be the first ones that ask for a prayer request be the first ones when they going through something to hit me up but you know what god showed me that I don't need support from all those people. I, he has people that are going to be connected to this podcast. Those are the people that I have to touch. Those are the people that he's assigned to me to reach and to get through. And so everybody will not support you. So if you are thinking about releasing something in 2019, if God has told you to do something and you're waiting for the support of people, baby girl, baby boy, don't don't wait on that support. Just do it. Just do it. Everybody is not going to support you. And it's, the support is going to come from the people who you don't even expect. And when I tell you, I can count on one hand the people who I actually thought would support me who are supporting me. But I can count on my hands and my feet, the hairs on my head, the support from people who I have, I don't even know in real life, who support me on a regular you get what I'm saying? So everybody will not support you. Everybody won't support you going back to school. Everybody won't support you um, getting into that new relationship. Everybody won't support you releasing that book. Everybody won't support you. But that's okay. Because God will, I promise you, I promise you for the amount of people who don't support you, God has way more people that will support you. And I say that with so much passion because when I first released the podcast and I first released my shirts or whatever, 
I was like, my feelings were hurt because I would see quote unquote friends who would be reposting other people's successes or success stories or reposting other people's uh, moments to shine. But when it came for my stuff, they were quiet. And I know you saw my story, child. I know you watched my Insta story. I know you saw my Snapchat. I saw the viewers. I saw your name on my viewers list. But you did not repost my stuff or anything. And I'm not saying that from a petty place. I'm not saying that from a hurt place. Because like I said, 5,333 downloads later, I'm so grateful that God revealed to me the friends who really support me and the friends who are just friends for the benefits of my prayers. Ooh, that's a word. In 2019, be careful who you attach yourself to because there are people who are only going to attach themselves to you because they know that there's an anointing on your life. Oh, my God. Jesus. Number three, distractions are real. I talked so much this um, later part of the year about distractions. Distractions will come in different forms, sizes, shapes, colors, all that good stuff. And you won't know that you're distracted. It was a distraction until you've been distracted. The enemy, his plan is to come steal, kill, and destroy. He's not going to do it all at once. He wants to distract you because the enemy knows a lot of times that God has a call on your life and he sees it way more than you can see it. And he knows that he can't stop anything that God wants to do. But what he can do is distract you and delay what God has called you to walk into. So distractions are real and I learned that. Like, I always knew distractions were real, and I always would talk about it. But 2018 showed me that distractions are real, especially when you're on the brink of what God has for you. And that was a whole nother word for myself because, again, of course, your girl has been being distracted. Um, but I have been able to call out those distractions and identify, okay, just like, that's a distraction. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I no longer play victim. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was being distracted. Nope, that's a distraction. You're a distraction. Um, so keep moving. You get what I'm saying? Number four, your circle will change. This year, my circle, and it's not even a circle no more. It's like a, oh Jesus. I don't even know what type of shape that would be. But the dynamics of your relationships will change and that's what 2018 taught me for so long i was trying to have the same um function for certain relationships and this year i just let it go like i realized like dynamics shift that doesn't mean that you're a bad person or the other people that were a part of the relationship are bad people it just means that change is constant change is the one thing that is constant you get what i'm saying um and so I learned that dynamics change, and I learned to be okay with that. And not even just friends, but I have family members that I was super close to that I haven't spoken to in months. And we used to talk every day. And that's okay. Um, that's okay. Dynamics in your relationships will change. But as God changes those dynamics, I'm pretty sure he will continue to add new relationships, new purpose-driven relationships number five i learned how to feed what feeds me i was always the friend that was you know what's your prayer request like how can i pray for you today and honestly i can't recall anybody that's ever asked me what i need them to pray for me about i can say whitney whitney has been the one person who was like you know who would pour into me give me encouraging words but i can't really think of any other person that really stopped to ask me like 
how can I pray for you? No, let me stop. No, we me Adriana and Caitlin. Shout out to the three of them because they really this year would stop and ask me like, how can I pray for you? Or what can I do for you? Or what do you need? Um, and so I learned how to feed what feeds me. And when I tell you my life has been so much more peaceful, and that came from a, a um, sermon that I heard Bishop T.D. Jakes preach. Feed what feeds you. And up until 2018, I was always trying to constantly pour into people. And I'm not talking about people who listen to this podcast. I'm talking about certain relationships. But trying to feed those relationships. And not nah, none of them, except for maybe a few, were feeding my soul and feeding my spirit and feeding what I needed to be fed. You get what I'm saying? So I learned how to feed what feeds me. And I promise you, you could be sitting at a table with people and think that they're feeding you but remove the food remove your food from the table you'll think that people are feeding you just because you're feeding them but look what happens when you remove your food from the table how you being fed okay and speaking of table child this is another lesson that i learned 2018 just because you give people a certain seat at your table does not automatically mean that you have that seat at their table. Just because you get somebody a a specific seat at your table does not always mean that you have that seat at their table. So what I had to do this year in 2018 was I had to reassign seating charts. Okay, teacher and me. I had to reassign seating arrangements because I had people sitting up close to me. Think a picture a long table, okay? And I'm sitting at the head of the table and I had people on the sides of the tables, right? And so I was telling them, like, okay, I'm about to do this, or what do you think about that, or what do you think about this? And, child, I was finding about, out about their things on social media with the rest of the world. So you know what I had to do? I didn't get upset. I realized that because I, I had given them a certain seat at my table, that they didn't give me that seat at their table. And that's okay because I chose to give them that specific assignment at my table. So this year was the year of repositioning people in my life, okay? Because I don't know about you, but I know that God is taking me somewhere higher, okay? And I can't see it all the way yet with my physical eyes, but I do see a glimpse of it with my spiritual eyes. And so this year, he had to show me the parts and the character of people who was in my life, okay? So that I could reassign them. That didn't mean I had to cut them off. That just meant that I had to give them a new... I had to change my seating arrangements. If you're a teacher like me, you know that sometimes people... Some students can't sit beside each other because they talk a lot or they don't get along, right? So I have to constantly change my my seating arrangements. I know that there are some kids that I have to make sure that they're closer to me because they need a little bit more of my attention. But I know that there are some kids who can sit further away from me because they know how to behave or I know that they'll do exactly what I need to do. So 2018 taught me how to position people in my life. Because everybody's not supposed to be close to you. And everybody is not supposed to be able to have the same uh, access to you. Right? So, that was a bonus learning thing. Uh, Number six, 
This year taught me how to accept responsibility. I no longer play the victim for things. I no longer say he did this to me or she did this to me. I learned how to take responsibility for my actions and also how some people do handle me. Because at the end of the day, you teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to respect you. You teach people how to um, handle your time, your space, and your energy. But you also have to teach yourself how to respect your time, your space, and your own energy. Okay, so I had to learn how to be responsible for how I was treating myself and how I was in turn allowing other people to treat me. And I had to take be responsible about how I was feeling and some of the things that happened to me in my past because for so long I had been playing the victim. So 2018 was the year that I took responsibility to say, look, some of those incidents were their, the other person's fault, right? But... In some cases, Jess, you played a major role in what took place. And so I was, I'm was. i very happy that a part of my growing season and a part of my character building was me learning how to take responsibility for the things that I have done and the things that have occurred to me in the past, okay? Number seven, I learned how to be patient with myself. How to be patient with myself. I learned how to be patient with myself. We are so patient with other people. We are so graceful to other people. But you have to learn how to be graceful to yourself and how to be patient with yourself. You're not going to always get it right. I learned that several times because I messed up a lot this year. And I had to learn how to be patient with myself. Number eight, I learned how to handle my feelings. And this has been, and I actually did this a Saturday night. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm going to be totally transparent. I was on the way back from Raleigh driving, and, you know, it was really late. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And so 3 o'clock in the morning, I should have been asleep. But I started to get into my feelings. And I started to miss miss my ex-boyfriend. And so I, at first I was going to ignore it. But I was like, no, Jess, you are allowed to miss people, right? You are allowed to miss people. So I said, I miss him because of this. And then I and I was literally talking out loud, right? I miss him because of this. And this is the reason why, okay? And so after I talked about all the reasons or how I felt and I, and I identified each emotion, I then said, but God will never take something away from me without replacing it with something better. Our God has never taken something away from me that he didn't send something better afterwards. He'll never take me from a low place to a lower place. But every round with God goes higher and higher, right? So what I learned to do this year was to handle my feelings. Because if you don't handle your feelings, they will handle you. And so I told y'all a few episodes ago how to write out your feelings and then explain why you feel that way. Okay, that is a great practice because when you say I feel lonely because I feel upset because I am pissed off because I am happy because that allows you to handle your feelings and identify your feelings. Because if you don't, the enemy will use your feelings against you. I know this for a fact. I share with y'all. In earlier episodes that the enemy has tried me through my emotions since I was a child because I used to have seizures and my seizures used to be triggered when I would get upset and God revealed to me earlier this year that the enemy had been trying to attack me through my emotions since I was a child through my seizures so 
this year I learned how to control my feelings. I won't say control my feelings, but how to handle my feelings. Number nine, there are different strategies for different seasons. And I learned this through my new set of kids because when I got my students, I was terrified. I hadn't heard the best stories about these kids. Um, and so I started to handle them the way that I handled last year's students. And it didn't work. It did not work. And so God had to tell me just, you're trying to handle the same se- a different season with the same strategies from last season. And I couldn't do that. Because last year's students, they were put in my life so that I could build up their confidence. This year's students are put in my life because majority of my babies need to know what love feels like and how to be loved. Um, and so those are two different areas that God has placed me in those kids' life. You know, I am a teacher, but I already know that God has placed me in the classroom, especially in the environment that I teach in, for something bigger than just teaching kids about social studies and reading. And so, like I said, last year, he showed me that he put me in my kids' life because they needed their self-esteem brought up. They needed confidence to be poured. Like, they needed to talk. They needed to be taught how to walk in confidence, right? They needed to be taught that they are smart and that they are beautiful and that they are handsome. And that in spite of their living conditions, that they are some really bright students. And I went with that same mentality with the kids that I have this year and... It didn't work because these kids need love. I had one child tell me that he hates going home on the weekends and that he'd rather stay with me, you know? And so, oh, God, I'm not even going to stay on that because I have been, like, praying, like, God, please make sure my babies are taken care of, that they're okay. Um, All that. So, I'm sorry. Jamie, who was on last week's episode, just texted me talking about taking my Christmas tree down. Jamie, let me be great. It's going to go down when I feel like it. But, um, yeah, so you can't use the same strategies for a different season. That's what 2018 taught me. Number 10, take the first step. Y'all, look where I'm at with this podcast. And God is only going to take me higher. I know it. I'm trusting and believing. I wouldn't be surprised if this podcast becomes a like my like my job, my career. I would love that. Like I pray to God that this podcast expands and elevates to a point where I am able to um make this my career and go around the world traveling and pouring into different women and different girls and even some men and boys like and it all started with the first step. Here we are. This is our show. Here we are, y'all, 20 episodes later. And the last time I checked on Sunday evening, 5,333 downloads. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And that number may not be big to some people, but that is huge to me. Because I never, I really was trying to put this podcast off. And the numbers don't lie. God, is this is all God. And I'm so thankful. So thankful. Take the first step. Sis, bro, whatever God is instructing you to do, take the first step. Take the first step. 
Number 11, teach people how to treat you. I spoke on this earlier. That's what 2018 taught me how to do. You gonna, I'm going to teach you how to treat me because you not you don't recognize that I'm a vibe that you won't feel, feel anywhere else. And that's okay. That's okay. But I'm going to teach you how to treat me, how to handle my time, how to handle my space, and how to handle my energy. And now once I teach you, if you don't know, then you, you get cut off. And there were several people that got cut off this year. But in 2018, I stood up for myself and I said, no more, no more. No longer are you going to treat me like I'm a regular to make a look, you know, person out here. No longer am I going to treat me like God don't have a calling on my life. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I had to teach people how, how to treat me in 2018. And it's OK because it's a listen, it's OK that sometimes you have to. Teach people how to treat you. Because they literally, sometimes they genuinely don't know. Especially when they're used to feeling, they're used to dealing with people that let them treat them any kind of way. So, number 12, mindset. 2018 taught me how to expand my mindset and how to think more with my spiritual mindset and not with my natural mindset. There were plenty of days that I wanted to give up, that I wanted to throw in the towel. But I have to remember that there's something on the other side of this. Number 13, don't depend on any... God taught me not to depend on anyone else since 2018. There were people that I was waiting to help me with this podcast, uh, show me how to do this with the podcast. And God told me, where I give you vision, I will give you... I will make provisions. And I already knew that. But I learned how... I learned that on a different level in 2018. Um... That the only person I really need is God. Yes, I need... God will put other people in your life to help you get things done, the things that he needs you to get done. But at the end of the day, God is my source. God is my source. And I learned that on a different level in 2018. Um, I'm sorry. And that that was a bonus because the, I didn't even read the whole statement. But number 13 is don't depend on anyone else to make you happy. I am at such a peaceful place. Because I learned how to make myself happy. Um, I learned how to stop, especially at the end of 2018, how to stop waiting for other people to do stuff with me and how to just really walk in my own happiness and my own truth. Um, and, yeah, like, shout out to Simone, my girl Simone. She's so sweet, y'all. She is really, like... I'm excited because now I feel like I have a friend in Columbia who I can, like, hang out with and do girly things with in 2019. But this year, I just became, I became happier, more peaceful. Um, and I'm at such a peaceful place that I'm not going to let anybody disrupt it. So, if you're trying to date me or get into a relationship with me or come into my life, like, you're not going to disrupt my, my peace. My peace. I thank you, God, for peace. I thank you, God, for peace. Um, so, yeah, don't depend on anyone else to make you happy. Don't. And number 14, it's bigger than me. 2018 taught me that it's bigger than me. I have had so many DMs, so many text messages from women who tell me, like, this episode touched me or that episode touched me or, like, you just don't know how you helped me through this. And... 
the moments that I wanted to give up and throw in the towel, I had to remember that it's bigger than me. My life is bigger than me. My purpose is bigger than me. My using my gifts to glorify God is bigger than me. Because at the end of the day, the purpose of this podcast is for women. And there are some men, shout out to all my male listeners, but for women to understand that you are not the only one who is the only one going through what you go through. And that if God has done it for me and continues to do it for me, then he will do it for you. I never want anybody to think that this podcast is just about Jessica and how Jessica got through or through some things by herself. No. I am a grace case, okay? I'm a GC, a grace case. And um, Pastor Mike Todd, he always says that he has a hot church. So I would like to think that this is a hot podcast. I am honest, open, and transparent, okay? And I mess up. I mess up. I mess up. I mess up on a daily basis. I mess up this past weekend. And I fall short oftentimes. But I want... Everybody that's listening to this podcast to know that if it was not for God, if it was not for his grace, if it was not for his mercy, if it was not for Jesus dying on the cross for my sins, not only dying, but getting up on the third day, I would not be here. And so my purpose and my goal is to, yes, be hot, open, and transparent, but to draw others to Christ who has given me strength to sit here and to record this episode. And so I, I, I apologize for being selfish with my gift. I apologize for not doing all that God has called me to do because there are women who are dependent on me, who are dependent on me to continue to be hot, open, and transparent <laughs> and to walk in what God has called me to walk in. So with that being said, y'all, 2018 has been a a good year it's been a learning experience there has been nights that i've cried there have been nights when i've been angry with myself there have been nights when i've been angry with god there have been times where i've been frustrated but 2018 i truly feel like it has set me up for what god is going to do in 2019 um i don't know what all he's going to do but i do believe that he is going to do something major and i just pray that um I just pray that everybody connected to me continues to walk in all that God has for them. Um Yeah, I'm and I'm still trying to figure out what trajectory means as far as 2018 for me. But that's the word that God gave me for what my 2018 means. So if you have any idea of what that could possibly mean, please let me know. Please. I would love for you to tell me so I can kind of understand 2019 um, a little better. But yes, I love y'all and I thank y'all for rocking out with your girl. Please continue to share, 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 share this podcast. Rate it, share it, review it. 2019, I promise you I'm about to turn the notch up a little bit with this podcast. There's going to be some um, giveaways. We're going to be having some um, merchandise from the podcast. I'm so excited, super, super excited. I've really been in the lab with the the designs and everything. Um, We're going to have a retreat coming up. 
Okay? So y'all will be getting information about that. And don't don't fret. I have not forgotten about the I Am That Woman movement. That is coming in 2019. Girl chats are coming in 2019. I'm super excited about that. Virtual Bible studies are coming out 2019. Like 2018, I have I did not do all that I could have done with this podcast. But 2019, we're about to turn this thing up. So invite your girlfriends, invite your cousins, your aunties, anybody to listen to this podcast. Because this is going to be a hot podcast. Hot, open, and transparent like Pastor Mike Todd says. And I know that 2019 is only going to get better. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. And I pray that God's blessings continue to pour out on you in the new year. And I'm super excited to see all that God does for you. Please send me some of your testimonies, y'all. I want to share what's going on in the Dear Sister community. I want to share your uh your spotlights, your high moments, your testimonies. Please, like, that's why, oh, God, God just dropped something in my spirit. Okay, God, I'm going to write it down, I'm going to write it down. But, yeah, y'all, this is our podcast. This is not just Jessica Janae's podcast. God is the is the the director of this podcast, the producer of this podcast, um, the creative force behind this podcast, and I'm just the host. But this is our podcast, y'all. We're a family, and I just want to be able to share with the rest of our family the good things that are happening in everybody's life. And even if you need a prayer request, you know what I'm saying? If you need us to touch and agree, this is a community, y'all. And I'm super excited. Um, I don't want to run out of time because I don't want this to be a two-part episode because... This is the last day of 2018. So, yes, y'all, I love y'all. And as I always say, and as Pastor Grace always says, that there is nothing that you can do about it. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. I will see y'all in the first on the first Monday of 2019. Enjoy your week. If you're on vacation still, enjoy the rest of your vacation. Sleep good, eat good, and just enjoy it. Because work comes back next Monday. So, have an awesome week. Again, Happy New Year. Talk to you soon.